Hello, my beloved, and welcome to the Bodylet Business Podcast. I am your host, Ulrika Valan, and right now I am feeling so warm in my heart because of the depth of the conversation that we are going to have today. You probably know this feeling. When something massive is about to change in your life, it may feel like a lot of anticipation, apprehension, a lot of sensation inside of your body, and yet you must wait. You must open your heart in patience and stand still. Go deeper into your body, into the unravelings of your heart and wait and surrender to the process as something major is being reorganized by God behind the scenes of your life. So this is the energy from which I am recording this podcast episode today. I recently came back from visiting my home in Lithuania, where I spent almost three weeks, and that was a major trip in terms of made me look deeper into how I perceive myself as a woman, as a beloved, as a leader, and also as a creator. And you probably know that I am not very big when it comes to coming up with a word for the year, but I tried. So let's see whether it sticks. So my word for this year is receptivity, so that I could keep on growing, expanding, but by doing way less, refining my energetic alignment, and really surrendering deeper into my receptivity and allowing things to come to me. And keeping all of this in mind, I want to share something which feels really horrible for my ego. My ego is really hating this new shift that's happening. Basically, I believe that my ambition is gone and I am a business coach. <laughs> I am a business coach without ambition in this present moment. It may change, but I have been sitting with this specific phrase on top of my head, but I have been sitting with this phrase on my mind for the last month. It feels scary because I have not known myself without ambition since I started my business, but also way before, even when I worked for other people, I always had so much drive to figure things out, to conquer the world, to move mountains, to find myself, to have a major impact on the people that I meet, on the people that I serve. And it's gone. And it feels liberating. <laughs> Why does it feel so liberating? Because the hamster wheel is gone. I do not hold the desire to go bigger, go faster, to triple my income. And all of these things used to be major sources of my drive in the past. But right now I am so moved to see that something deeper and more mature is emerging and my heart is tingling as I am saying those words. Something happened today that I wish to share in terms of this specific context. So just a couple of hours ago, I was moving a lot of rage through my body. So when I was in Lithuania, I did a few quite big interviews with TV, with major online news publications and so on. And one of them 
managed to spin my story in a way to get clickbaits, in a way that completely did not reflect my work, what I stand for, my values, and my path. And in that interview, which was mostly about relationships and sexuality, which is still the work that I do in Lithuania, they managed to find somewhere the amount of money that I make, which is completely cool because I am very open about the money that I make. And yet, even though the interview was not about how I build my business, it was not about how I perceive wealth, which does include money, but goes so beyond money to include the health of our nervous system, spaciousness, aliveness, freedom of time, creativity, and many other things. And I felt confused and angry because they extracted the numbers as if the numbers were the core motive and the final destination for my work. And so when I went into my body, I asked my heart and my womb, what's coming up? Why does it feel that there is lava pulsing through you? I found my body in rage. And here's why. What I stand for is pure. And I know that the frequency of truth with which I speak is felt. And it will cut through any lies and distortions and attempts to spin my story so that it would get more clickbaits, so that it would get more money or potentially even trigger people, right? Which again, will create more engagement on social media. And I found anger because it felt like the boundary around my sacred work was crossed because my story was being twisted and spent to create drama and stir people's projections. And one of the core reasons why I do what I do is not only to inspire people and tell them that this is possible for you too. This is very basic. I am here to go so much deeper and ignite people's self-belief that they are capable of anything that they desire in their own way. So I am here not to create more separation, but to bridge the gap for people between where they are right now and where they want to go. And this interview would have created more distance because they were not interested in the deeper spiritual values that I hold, which are so linked to money and which are the reason why I have generated the money that I have generated. My desire is to bridge the gap between where people are right now and where they want to go in life in terms of their business and relationships and connection with their bodies. And in this interview where they were extracting the numbers just for the focus of clickbaits and ads and engagement and so on, this would have actually created more distance between me and the people watching the interview. Why? Because they made it seem that money is the only goal and that when you make a lot of money and for the Lithuanian standards, I make way more money, for example, than for the American standards, then somehow there is a sense of separation. There's the person on the stage having this perfect dream life, which is usually an illusion, and the people standing in the crowd looking at the person on the pedestal, which is a complete bullshit, right? So this is why I felt a lot of rage because my message was not understood and 
If anything, this interview would have created more distance between my heart and my people's hearts, right? So I am so grateful that I fully stood up for myself and I said to them that this kind of interview cannot be published. I do not consent and the text will have to be changed. So I received the full text. I edited quite a few things. I offered my feedback and right now the headline will be completely different. They still mention the money, which is absolutely okay, of course, but it is not the main focus of the interview. So why is this little situation around the interview relevant with today's conversation about my, my mission? <laughs> so here's how the situation around the interview is relevant to today's conversation around ambition being replaced by something deeper such as devotion. As the people of this interview wanted to extract something from my story that would help them create more momentum, more money for them, in a way I was doing this to myself. When I would go to rest so that I could work harder or longer afterwards, I was extracting from my own feminine in order to increase my productivity. When I would slow down thinking that I'm now going to slow down so that I could go faster tomorrow, I was doing the exact same thing. I was not listening to the pulse of my intuition where slowing down can be its own end goal. I saw, for example, so many times where in the last years, I would go and do my pleasure practice so that I could do something with the openness of my body so that I could feel in a specific way. So there was often that end goal to me going deeper into my feminine as if I was extracting her lifeless energy to reach a specific goal. And I know that right now I'm setting the bar for the way I live really high. But at the same time, this is what has been done to our deep feminine for fucking millennia. So my beloved, my invitation to you is do not try to go and rest so that you could work harder afterwards. Do not try to go and do your pleasure practice so that you could film it and post it on social media. This is commodifying the feminine. This is extracting her and almost using her as a way to generate more productivity, more sales, more money, more statistics. It's wrong. What if you find the pulse of creativity inside of your heart and you follow it from pure devotion without having any agenda to turn it into a post or a program. What if you remember that our menstrual cycle, just like the seasons, consists of four phases and every single phase holds a gift for us. And this has everything to do with the way we show up in our businesses and lives. There is a toxic demand from the coaching industry for us to be always in a year-long summer phase. It is unrealistic. It is exhausting. It is depleting. Business is meant to go through all the four phases as well. So for example, we can have the extroverted 
momentum building phase where we feel that we are ready to conquer the world. The energy that feels like, let's fucking go, right? Then we have the autumn, which may feel more emotional, wild, where we question everything, where we go into the underworld because we have to descend before we rise up once again. Then we also have the winter where we are naturally called to rest, to slow down, to enter the fertile void and in the nothingness find the everythingness. This is the time where we find silence in order to listen deeper. And then, of course, naturally, we want to emerge back into spring, which is the time for new beginnings, time to initiate, take action. And then when we take action, we are so anchored in our beingness that this action arises naturally, almost from a place of non-doing. It simply moves through us. We are in deep energetic alignment. And then everything in the world realigns to give us what we want because we are already living in that frequency. And so reflect what kind of cycle are you in inside of your business? Reflect where you have the attachment to always being the spring and summer energy where you think that you always have to be productive, ambitious, triple your income, be launching every single week. And to be honest, last year, I lived a lot of my time in these energies and it felt right. That was the phase in my business. And of course, different phases in your business don't have to match seasons. They can last a month. They can last a year. That will depend. But when the season changes, you know. And if you try to fight against it, you will be swimming upstream. I know that for a lot of us, my fellow ambitious, high-achieving women, the winter and the autumn phases are the hardest. Not just in our menstrual cycles, but also inside of our businesses. So may my story today be an invitation for you today is to remember to listen to the deep feminine inside of your heart and womb. She will tell you when it's time to slow down and listen and when it's time to be seen and take action. And she will guide you through the continuous process of death and rebirth, renewal, because our identities are meant to change and evolve. And especially when we are working in this beautiful coaching industry, often there are so many habits and belief systems that we pick up that are not fully reflective of who we truly are deep down. So there is the continuous process of peeling away of the old identities and also peeling away of the habits and the false idols that we sometimes tend to follow in our coaching industry and also in our social media. So I am sending you a big hug from my beautiful fertile void. To be honest, this void is actually feeling so gentle and so sweet, like a beautiful, relaxed surrender. And I am so, so excited to see what is going to emerge on the other side. So if you find yourself going through something similar, maybe you are in one of the phases where you are learning how to be in the void, how to slow down, how to refine your identity as a leader, 
I would love to hear from you. Send me DM, share your story. I would just love to drop in. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next episode.